this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. The dog is hot. There's no dogs here. Cahoon's not in this podcast. <gasps> bark, bark. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? <laughs> Deep in the hidden passages behind Shoma's apartment. Uh, you were exploring the apartment of Shoma Lyserius, uh, and you found some interesting notes there. Some notes about him working on some sort of uh, explosive called Lyserium. Lyserium. Yeah. How megalomaniac. And then you went down another hallway and found another room, uh, and I think I described it as like things kind of going to grayscale for even with people who could see in the dark. Micah's angels find an otherworldly room with glowing arcane symbols etched on the floor. This walk-in pantry has been converted into some sort of magical ritual chamber. The floor is engraved with a rune-filled circle that glows with soft white light. A silvery sheen covers every surface of the room, including objects on the shelves. And it only gets weirder from there. In front of you, (gasps) you see your mom. Mama! Oh my god. And your mom oh, goes dang. to punch you. Mama, what are you doing? <laughs> Chester's not been a good uh, boy. Better hold on to your three-gallon hats. You, you rolled a 20, didn't you? You are so rude. We can't take that kind we of damage, says Jacob. kind of damage. <laughs> dang it. Now. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of Alkin Star? Stop! I realize I actually know the words to that song. Happy almost New Year. That was instant panic. Well, we're finally past Christmas. We're into the almost New Year. It's feeling good. Really good. good. Almost into a new book of an <gasps> adventure path. Uh-huh. Time marches ever onward, and there is nothing that us mere mortals can do to stop it. How Time exciting. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> that slowly falls onto each of us. You know, one year ago, we had just finished uh, Forbidden Lands, our little campaign mm-hmm. of Forbidden Lands, and we took a little Christmas break. <sighs> And we panicked and got season two underway during it. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, I had a question that I wanted to bring to you guys today. That's that's not the answer I would expect from you, Jacob. Oh. Um, (laughs) I was thinking a lot. uh, Jacob and I do a lot of talking about TTRPG podcasts. Uh, Not just because, you know, we're on one and we make one, uh, but because we consume a lot of them. Uh, Although Jacob has everyone here beat podcast. by far. I don't know about <laughs> I might. You I do. Trust that. me on that. Yeah, so we want to talk about this because uh, Jacob and I had a conversation. We had a conversation about like uh, how on our show, we talk about other TTRPG shows a lot. We reference them a lot. We reference them <laughs> a lot. And at least in my listening experience, I feel like that's something that's unique to us. 
Uh, I don't know if there's like a taboo actually out there or not, but it feels like not a lot of other shows talk about other shows or reference their stuff as liberally as we do. We try to like credit it where it comes from, but we do it, you know, mostly because we listen to a lot of stuff and we would do it normally. Yeah, it, it's our, our podcast is what it's like for us to play around a table. And around a table, we make a ton of jokes from other podcasts. Yeah, and I mean, we don't want to like just rebrand their content or anything, but we do listen to a lot of different content and just quote it all the time because it's very funny. Quoting is fun. Yeah, so why don't we, in that vein, then go around and list uh, other uh podcasts, specifically tabletop RPG podcasts or live streams that we uh, have listened to or do regularly listen to. Do we have any volunteers to go first? Jacob, I know your slot will take the longest. I have a lot, but I can also list them off pretty quickly. Uh, do you want to get it, get us going then? Uh, sure. Go, 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 I've listened go. to a lot of the typical ones. Uh, I've listened to one and a half seasons of Dimension 20 Fantasy High. I've listened to Not Another D&D podcast, uh, which is a lot of the people that are in the Dimension 20 group. I've listened to a ton of Glass Cannon, almost every Glass Cannon thing, because they're they're my go-to actual play podcasts. Um, others. <laughs> Jacob has crossed his eyes. It's uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Bombarded, a D&D podcast about a group of bards that multi-class into other levels. Roaring Trainers, but only the old stuff, which is a D&D 5e-based Pokemon game. Uh, is that it? That might actually be it. Adventure Zone. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. Adventure Zone, first season and second season, and the things between the first and second season. Um, but none of the new st- stuff newer than that. I, I, I dropped off of that one for a little bit, but they're doing the Blades in the Dark game soon, so I might hop back on that and see how that goes. Um, I've listened to a single special episode of Critical Role. It was the one with Duck Thulu. I mentioned that earlier in the podcast a few episodes ago. In typical um, Jacob fashion, it was Quack Thulu. Quack Thulu. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is. Oh, that's about how it goes, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, Darkest Dungeon. Dark Dice. Dar- Dark Dice. Darkest Dungeon's a game. That's a game. That's another Jacobism right Man, there. Man, uh, and then um, the top it off, roll to cast. Oh, roll to cast? That's good. Yeah. So out of this pile, this mount podcast you've built for yourself, what are the standouts to you and why? I mean, on it's the typical ones. It's the the it's the the Adventure Zone, because it was my first actual play podcast. Glass Cannon, because it's the one I've been listening to consistently for the longest. And then not another D D podcast because I finished it and it it's really good. There you go. Mm. Uh, and then we reference a ton of glass cannon, a ton we of glass really cannon. Do. Yeah. And we also reference much. the second most we reference is probably adventure zone. Yeah. Simply because we solved your bank puzzle and I stuff like that. I love yep. adventure zone. <laughs> I go back um, and listen to it pretty regularly. Yeah. I mean, they were good. Yeah. That was my first one too. And then we cracked, we just crack a bunch of jokes from those mainly. And I'll yeah. even crack a couple from Critical Role, even though I've never heard Jester. I just know, hello, Caleb. Is that it? Please tell me that's yeah, right. Yeah, you got yeah. it right. Yes. <laughs> because we referenced it so much that yes. you just glommed on. That's right. Right. Uh, but those were I a bunch that of the- that's critical, Caleb. Yeah. That's a bunch of my- pod, my actual play podcasts. And I can attest that every single one of them are great and fun to listen to. If you had to pick something that's your favorite, what would it be? You're stranded on an island. You only get one actual play thing to listen to. What would it be? Ours. Jacob would pick the one with the most content. Uh, honestly, I'd probably pick the one that has the most episodes, which would be the I original Glass Cannon <laughs> podcast. Ooh, yeah. But mm-hmm. besides that one, because that would always be my go-to, 
probably not another D&D podcast, NADPOD for short. NADPOD. Because uh, I really liked the story they told with it, and it's like an even 100 episodes. And that mm, feels good. Didn't you build a character inspired by either one of their players? Yes, well, my, in our um, Tomb of Annihilation, I built Court, which was a circle of the spores, yeah. Druid, and that was the character was not based off of uh, Moonshine from not other D&D podcast, but the character build was based off of Moonshine. Uh, uh, I, of course, made a different personality and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Wildly different, but it inspired me to make Court. Okay, nice. Now, Drow, I know you mm-hmm. don't listen to as much uh, actual play stuff as you used to, but yeah. out of the vast catalog that you have consumed, at least in the past, what, what, what do you got in there? What have you listened to? A lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. I think... That was I the one that got us into the adventure zone? Yeah, you, you were. You, you were probably the were the first one who listened to it, and then you and Derek mentioned it to me, and then Derek just kept mentioning it until I listened to it. Yeah, I bludgeoned Jacob into it. <laughs> uh, that was that was the first one. Balance. Yeah. yeah, I definitely lost interest after that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. balance was good. Yet again, uh, the mid-range episodes of. The original third gallon, uh, not third gallon. <laughs> the, original, <laughs> the original third gallon podcast. <laughs> Lost to the ages. Yep. The original glass cannon podcast. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which would be Giant Slayer? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, um. I didn't really like the early episodes of that, but I gave it a chance. You listened to a lot of their Patreon show, Raiders of the Lost Continent. Yeah. I did, yes. That's you, a good You really liked that show. Mm hmm. I thought some of the characters in it were not great, but in the in the good way. Yeah. In the, this is a shitty person, but a great character yes, way. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I've honestly kind of stopped listening to a lot of other stuff because I'm in two Pathfinder shows right now. I don't, I don't need to partake anymore. Mm. I'm, I, I'm good out here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying Drow to get you. Drow is good out here. <laughs> I'm trying to get you into Blades in the Dark content, but you don't have time for it. I don't have time and I don't have patience. You are also the one, you're the real fire starter because you got all of us into Adventure Zone. Uh, well, you got me into it and I bludgeoned everyone else into it. Mm-hmm. And you got me also into uh, Critical, Role. Critical Role. Yeah. I remember we were moving that summer of like 2018 <laughs> mm-hmm. and you had just got caught up on critical role and bad things happened in campaign too. Oh, and you yes. were sobbing for like two or three oh, days. Yeah. That was uh that was, that was when things happened with the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was bad. Well, it was a good story moment, but boy, boy, that bad. got you hard. Yeah. Very sad. Oh. Someone died. Someone died. Someone, Someone died. died in the way that they don't come back. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Which is, as per as per my previous email, uh, <laughs> 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 great. The weight of that was felt throughout the campaign. If he had come back, it really would not have mattered as oh, yeah. much. Yeah. Because there were uh, deaths that were kind of counteracted and they did not matter as much. There's always the impact of someone dying, but the long lasting effects don't happen if they come back. Dead. Yeah. 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 He was what we would in the technical term call hella dead to the max. It's, this, it's mm-hmm. the same thing that happened in our homebrew campaign. The Hawthorne buddies. Yeah. Uh, Cause brick died. 
And that Rick messed died everybody and died up. And died. Except for my character. Well, I mean, it messed you up. You were upset. You were saddened. I was, my character was the most practical. But Brick was resurrected in like less than a day. Because of so my character. So there were no yes. long-term effects. I was effects. fully prepared to have that be the last one. Yeah. But Our, then Derek's character. Everyone else was planning a funeral. Hammed it up so much. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else yeah. was planning a funeral and Jade was calling the, the ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Jade was uh, not having it. Jade's like, guys, we have scrolls. We could fix this. Why are you so upset? Get going. <laughs> I was, No, she was upset, but she was just like, go, 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 go. You know, get the scrolls. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, really just glass cannon, critical role, a little bit of adventure zone. So out of your pile of podcasts, uh, you being the trailblazer for a lot of us for different things, uh, which of them is the most special to you? It could just Adventure be, Zone. Yeah, okay. The balance part of it. Yep. Balance was really good. It, it was, was really so good. was really good. Balance was so heartfelt. I didn't like the later seasons of it because it stopped feeling like Dungeons and Dragons. It but wasn't, yeah. It wasn't fantasy. But it was still good. Because Griffin was drumming. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. It was still better than others. So, uh, Kat, yeah, you're the, the the last player in the round here. What do you got that you like to listen to? I know we've got a lot of repeats because, you know, we're a tight friend group. And when one person finds something they really like, we all end up listening to it. But what do you what have you got in your tabletop uh, pod- podcast listening podcast, podcast uh, arsenal that you really like? Well, my first one was Adventure Zone Balance, mm-hmm. and I remember binge listening to it. Mm-hmm. I was in, sobbing for sad parts and all of that. Yeah. Um, I do I do listen to the Glass Cannon still. I'm behind massively, but um, most of mine are just repeats. I do like Androids and Aliens. Mm. I think that one's my favorite. That's their Starfinder campaign, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I like the Glass Cannon Network, but something about the way they did Androids and Aliens, especially pre the COVID uh-huh. oh, yeah. was just the four times. my, <laughs> my favorite of their stuff. Oh man. I remember in 2019, one of their characters died <gasps> uh, and they were bringing in a new one and he was ridiculous. Oh, he was and horrible disgusting. in the best way. Oh, I love oh, it. I loved, and, I loved him. Uh, oh my goodness. But I la- I remember, I can remember like the, where I was cause it, I laughed so hard. You look like one. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was that wasn't one of the characters. That was the GM's like NPC, I think. Right? Are you sure? Tumsy. Tumsy sounded like (laughs) my monkey's my favorite. No, there's something something princess. You look like a princess. Uh, but yeah, one of their characters is so that might have been. No, was it not Qualo who was gross? Oh, Qualo was gross. Qualo was gross, but yeah. Oh, but he was so funny. Oh, and he got uh, he got better over time. I really think what I liked the most about that versus old school glass cannon is they introduce female voices. Yeah, and to me that was an improvement. Oh yeah. Also, just as I've stated yeah. before, I love the sci-fi. Oh yeah. Their dynamic was just choice to me there <laughs> ever since i listened to that because i listened to that like the day it came out yeah and i am not through. up to date so no spoilers anyone but i remember well, we like the them. year it came out and they did their first starship combat being like oh, i need to play this game i, I was yeah. so excited that would be a fun one to play back at our old place when i ran on the road i listened to androids and aliens then yeah yeah Th- that combat music is really good timing for running pacing also i should mention as much as i love adventure zone first thing balance arc my favorite, like the best thing Adventure Zone put out to me was Amnesty. 
they found the game that worked for them. Yeah. Um, that two, that D six, that two D six system really met their storytelling um, before it's it was powered tabletop. By the apocalypse monster of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that type of play matched the stories they like to tell the best mm-hmm. and it showed. Oh yeah. Honestly, we're very inspired by glass cannon, but if you look at our game format, we're mu- actually more similar to the adventure zone. Really? Yeah. Because well, I mean, our jokes and our play style fits glass cannon much better. Yeah. Uh, because let's be a little honest, Adventure Zone was not known for going strictly by the rules. <laughs> yeah. But that's, but that's why okay. the, the but other system worked for them so they well. They play, for the most part, a different, it's not exactly, but for a different system each um, season. Right. And they like to use some of the more lesser known game systems. Like when I went, I heard them start playing Monster of the Week. I was very intrigued by it. I went into my local game store. I was like, hey, do you guys have Monster of the Week, a powered by the apocalypse game? And the guy was like, I've never heard of that. We don't have that. Oh, no. Oh, so no. It's, it was... Uh, it, was slash probably still is a lesser known game, but like it matched them very well. So our, our like podcast format, I would yeah. say matches up better to adventure zone than it does glass cannon. Well, but this, our play style. Hmm. This is a good transition point. Cause the reason I want to talk about what we like to listen to is to give everyone listening kind of some context around like the references. We make the jokes we make. I, we always try to credit it, but like, I don't want to pretend like it feels like, I don't know if people do this intentionally or not. Some podcasts, it feels like they kind of pretend that, you know, no other TTRBG podcast exists or only sort of talk about them. But like we make this show because we listen to a lot of it. Um, oh yeah. So we want to make stuff that we like to listen to. And if we weren't making a podcast and we were just playing like we used to, we'd be making the same. So many references. Jokes and references <laughs> all the time. So and, I don't want to cut all those out. And not even just references. It's also seeped into how we play the game. Oh, yeah. You look at the bottle caps that we do. That's Glass Cannon. We mm-hmm. learned it from them. And even uh, Alonzo sending and reading his letter at the beginning of an episode uh, is very similar to how they'll sometimes have flashbacks at the beginning of it's an episode. It's not even just them, but like the and, whole cut scene thing the whole cut scene thing thing. we didn't really do a lot of that until glass cannon and uh adventure zone and critical role have informed it like i've i know i've picked up gming tips maybe not directly but kind of just watching and listening to other people gm yeah pick up some styles that i like to do from that and every time i say you solved my blah puzzle i am that is adventure zone a reference to the adventure zone and i wanted to talk about this because i feel like it's dumb for us to try and censor that stuff i feel like we know we exist in this world where other ttrpg podcasts exist um and i and we we've talked we me and jake were having a conversation about this a little bit ago but we realized that like we really don't take the show seriously. Not um, really, no. We take the quality very seriously. Yes. Like, yeah. We yes. want it to sound good and be fun to listen to. But like, we know the size of our audience. We know who we are as a friend group. And we don't pretend that we're this, you know, going to be on TV kind of thing. Yeah. You know? We're, we're yeah. not perf- We're not doing a performance. We're playing a game around the table. Right. And we yep. want to make it sound like the best edited version of what that is. Yeah. Uh, we know, I, I have a note here written, we know we are podunk metagaming table gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's very authentic to our play style, just edited for the gaps and rule searching. Yeah. 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 And, and that's that's the style that we like to listen to as well. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there, like uh, Roll to Cast is one I really like, and their style is in between actual play and 
uh, audio drama yeah. and they do that really well. I really appreciate that about their content. Um, but the, the, the style of our podcast, the tone of it is, it is definitely edited. Like I cut out 20 to 30 minutes of things every single uh, recording, but it sounds like the editing style <laughs> sounds like I didn't. You know, like we leave yeah. in the asides, we leave in the long banters like this one. Yeah, <laughs> we leave in some of the rule looking up, but not egregiously. We make it trimmed. Maybe we'll trim some stuff here and there to make it fit together. But you should never be able to hear that something is like edited Cut, together. Yeah. It should feel all like one big piece of thing. Yeah. And at this point, I want to throw it to the audience. You know, we we exist in a world with a lot of other uh, Jacob's throwing something invisible to the audience blob. The audience uh, blob next to the Boston poster. <laughs> but we, we know we exist in a world with a lot of other tabletop RPG podcasts. And we love, so tell us why, why we're your favorite. Uh, <laughs> we love dumb jokes. <laughs> we love referencing things and, and, new, and stuff like that and good stories. So if you have any other podcasts out there that you think are great, and you want us to listen to, could leave a comment on our YouTube video or the little form, uh, Google form in the episode description. Go there and send us uh, what you think we should listen to. And listen, we love you, but there's no guarantee we're going to listen to it. We listen to a lot of stuff. <laughs> you I don't listen to any stuff. There's so much stuff listening at work that you'll end up getting desperate enough to pick up one. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, <don't know>. uh, <laughs> I remember I your panic when you started to run out of things. Yeah. So yeah, you'll end up listening. Yeah, I've, I'm trying to think of stuff that we haven't mentioned to that I've listened to some of. There's a guy I know from like the podcasting subreddit. Oh, and don't he's feed also, the bugbear. Nobody wake the bugbear. He runs a five e, and he's done some other newer games. <laughs> you also listened. <sighs> There's also a uh, roll for intent. There There's we a go. Two e podcast intent. playing abomination vaults, and you can compare and contrast them with uh, tabletop gold, which I have listened uh, to a couple episodes from. Oh. He was doing the same thing, same same adventure path. Uh, but I like exploring other podcasts. Not everything sticks. Not everything's for me. But uh, I like hearing people play games. I like hearing good GMs and role play. And I like good jokes that I can steal. That's right. <laughs> and for some reason, as much as I used to hate it when I was listening, now I don't skip the banter. When I started, I would always skip banter oh, sessions. I mean, to be fair, you hate Troy's voice. So and from glass. Oh yeah. my god! I will say that on air. I can't stand his voice. <laughs> some voices great, different people, different ways. I think Troy's really funny. Uh, the first episode, I asked Jacob, "Is he going to talk like this the whole time?" <laughs> Okay, it's years of listening and I've just grown a tolerance. Oh. As, Love the content, hate the voice. Ah, oh As my. a northerner, <laughs> unfortunately, that's just what we sound like. Uh. No, I'm, I'm not discriminating. I just don't like his voice. <laughs> You're a regionalist. on me. Well, here, <laughs> we'll, we'll be the voice oh of my God. some uh, inbred southern yokels uh, in the tabletop space yeah, as yeah. I read our prompt. Centuries before the star stone was raised, the wizard kings next and get warred with one another, scarred land between them until like a devastated, unstable magic waste. Yeah. I, I like this. From no. the glowing ashes of the man waste or Alcastar, city of smog. Stop. Metropolis airship, skyscraper factory, clockwork wonder. To the world, Alcastar, <laughs> at the pinnacle See, of You're innovation getting mush mouth. And the termination of face, it's a smile of arts. All the streets. <laughs> Honey. Life now stars and I stop race to ahead of competition. And it is here that desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones Stop. who cast him out. They are the outlaws of Alcastar. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, all right. That was horrible. At Thank you. At some point, 
like on a special episode end or episode or book end or book beginning, mm-hmm. you should get a guitar, learn how to do like a twangy uh, <laughs> um, um, country fairy tale thing. Really? Just be like, 3,000 years ago. <laughs> Just watch out Back for the banjos. Star stones raised. <laughs> Oh man! Thirty-seven can... years ago, which didn't put a spell I, on me. I, some people forget this. I feel like oh Drow, you God. forget this that I no. have a southern accent. I just re- suppress it most of the time. Same. Oh my God. Uh, and it's not that bad, but if I need to get drop into Mushmouth, it, it takes me a minute to spin up, but I can. You get the Appalachian Mushmouth down. <laughs> well, oh I repress. My God. I repress my deep southern accent out of Ugh. shame. I don't have it anymore, uh, but the habit stuck to the, the point where is, no one no, no, notices I have it's one. It's funny because when I visit family, it yeah. comes out. It comes out a lot. The thing is, I know that if I were to do a southern accent and talk to you enough, it would immediately slip back into it. It helps that I don't have southern family. Uh, well, shoot! Well, it is now a episode divisible by four, <laughs> so it's a hero point reset time. <laughs> math! All right. Yeah. Oh, I love math! <laughs> Everyone reset your hero points back to one. Uh, I have to change nothing. Your government issued hero points. Ah, Wait, do you. I get one? Because I have zero hero points right yes. now. Yes. You do get one. You'll have one. You're playing a dangerous game there. While we're going through random stuff, can I say thank you for my shout out, Bridgie P? <gasps> oh, yeah, Aww, you can. It made sweet. me feel so good inside. Aww. Forget the great betrayer. No. no. It gave me a compliment. No. 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 So I will hold the grudge forever. Still great portrayal. So where are we at? <laughs> well, it's funny you asked that. <laughs> uh, when last we left our uh, intrepid outlaws, uh, you were exploring the apartment of Shoma Lyserius. You had found a secret door. You'd entered into this weird, like, clockwork lab and fought some of your old clockwork handler buddies. You killed a homunculus. That uh, is so serious. And then you were exploring the rest of it and you found what looked to be like an actual used bedroom, unlike the kind of done up one in the front part of the apartment. Uh, and you found some interesting notes there, some notes about him working on some sort of uh, explosive called Lyserium. Lyserium. Yeah. How megalomaniac. Uh, and you also found his, his fancy clothes. And I know Alonzo found a big nap. Found a good yep. nap gas. Uh, you, oh, yeah. He has plus thing. one cat nap. Nap gas. <laughs> you, uh, you set off a trap, and Alonzo got very sleepy and stuck in a room. You're able to get to him and uh, slap him a few times. And everybody teased me for telling everyone to get out. But because they were out, we were able to get up in a good amount of time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. smart. Very smart. Um, and then you went down another hallway and found another room. Uh, and I think I described it as like things kind of going to grayscale for even with people who could see in the dark. Yeah. Um, and you opened the door to this room and you saw a bunch of uh, wispy figures. And that's where we left off with you guys. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do we get to roll for initiative? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that note, why yeah. don't we have you guys <laughs> roll for initiative? Crap! The dog is hot. All right. There's no dogs here. Cahoon's not in this podcast. <gasps> Bark. Bark. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> Where's dad and mom? Oh, my God. Is that a cat? Buck. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which is like here's back hair go up on their back where they 
don't have mechanical parts. Hiss. Do the mechanical parts get fuzzier and raise up? They get staticky. Zap. I like that. I don't know who you are, but I don't like you. And I don't like you. Uh, let's go around and get some initiative. Uh, Alonzo Tin Rivet, what is your initiative? Unfortunately, it's just a 14. Oh, no. Bad roll. Chet William. Uh, 18 on the die for a total of 27. Wow. Sock here. A total of 10. Hey, it's oh, I, oh, I thought mine was bad. Well, this is going to be interesting. Chester's in front of it. Well, that's here. a good thing I'm I in front. I need my roll to be high for sneak attack. Don't. Jacob is picking up an airsoft gun. Fight start. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fight. I armed my players today with, uh, like, rubber weapons, and Jacob grabbed an airsoft gun. I was like, I want a gun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're an Alcan we star. We were goofing off with him today, so we're waving around, like, a, a rubber hatchet, rubber kukris, uh, and rubber sword. Jacob's like, no, gun. Uh, all right, well... Guns and swords ready. Uh, first in the order here is going to be Chester, Chester Williams. Williams. Chester, going first in the initiative, Williams. Uh, uh, what are you going to do? I count to how he's going the first. Chester would like. Actually, you know, let's back up here a little bit. Uh oh. Oh. Let me read the flavor for this again. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I'll read the flavor for this uh, before we get into the fight. Um, this walk-in pantry has been converted into some sort of magical ritual chamber. The floor is engraved with a rune-filled circle that glows with soft white light. A silvery sheen covers every surface of the room, including objects on the shelves. The only clear exit is a door leading to the north, which is where you guys are coming in. And with that being said, it's time to get into this fight. All right, so... I am ready to die. All right, so Chester, you are going to act first... What do you want to do? Chester. I'm going to guess. Wants to make a knowledge check. Williams would like to make a knowledge check. On these little wispy guys? Yeah. Uh, Okay. That. Religion? Are they undead? That is a good question. Arcana? Crafting. You want me to roll crafting? Just like the Hamanka. I'm going to guess Arcana or religion. I think it's going to be planes, but I'm going to double check my notes here real quick. I don't believe planes is a skill in this. Uh, Would that be occultism? Arcana? Occultism. Sorry. Uh, underworld lore. <laughs> Underwear lore? Yes, underwear lore. Captain Underpants over here. Gasp. Uh, it would be occultism. Uh, I think you... Can you also roll... No, it's just occultism. Wow. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's a 14 on a die, plus 9, for a total of 23. 23, eh? Da. Are you trained or expert in occultism? I am trained. Yeah, I'll give it to you for that. Uh, you know that these are extra planar creatures, which I hinted at. Uh, you know that these are called Iotons. That's a cool name. I-O-T-O-N. Oh. Uh, hmm. They are incorporeal. Oh. oh, oh. Uh, and they uh, uh, come from the astral plane. Hmm. Uh, and what you know about the astral plane may explain a little bit of what's going on in here. Uh, the silver sea surrounds the planes of the inner sphere, separating them of those of the outer sphere. The astral plane provides the backdrop for which uh, the river of souls flows from the material planes. Uh, far from the empty void, the astral silver substance churns with currents and storms from the me- metaphysical heat of the plane of fire, where it touches the chaos of the maelstrom. The resulting eddies interact with the memories of the dead to produce fleeting simulacra uh, and even demiplanes. So basically... Uh, you would know with that knowledge check 
that something about the astral plane might be bleeding into this room. Uh, These are beings from that plane. Would it be reasonable to assume it's because of the, though I don't know, magical symbols carved on the floor that are glowing? Uh, that may be part of why you figured out what's going on, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, are they weak to anything? Uh, they have weakness to mental damage. Ooh. And that's all I'll give Dang you from it. their statistics. I, actually, huh. I believe there is a bomb for that, but I don't have it. There's uh, a bomb for that. Actually, hold on a second. <laughs> bomb of emotional damage. Emotional damage. You said mental Reddit. damage, right? <laughs> yeah. Downvotes. You just send them a just link to... Just give them downvotes. You just send them a link to 4chan. Oh! God. Um... Cool. I didn't expect this. This is this is nifty, yo. The Spanish huh. Inquisition. Um. So oh, that God. was one action. Uh. Knowledge check. <laughs> yes. Second action. Oh dang it! Come on. Devise a stratagem. No. Draw a bomb. Okay. Third Just action. Okay. So there are no tiles here. Uh. Are any of these things next to another, like tile wise? So these are tiny. Uh, but like squares, they would be adjacent like that. I mean, there is tiles here, but no, none of them are. Well, because like, hold on, I got. I, I can move within a square. Like I can take up within a five foot square. I can subdivide it four times and move around that. So like, technically, they're all adjacent because this is a tiny, tiny little room. But like, they're small enough. I don't know how it counts. No, okay. As long as they're adjacent, that's all that matters. Yeah, let me draw uh, something with it, uh, it, foundry. Yeah, uh, it's okay. I, I gotcha. Uh, so Chester is going to draw a bomb. Mm-hmm. He's going to draw a... Is he good at art? Oh. Oh. Gets out his charcoals. He, uh, actually, may very well because he's got crafting. And yeah. That's under crafting. Uh, he's going to draw a dread ampule lesser, a bomb. Okay. Oh, my God. And he is going to throw it at the bottom right iodine. Do you want to? I have Iodon. the. I have the thing you're drawing here. Do you want to describe it real quick using uh, the text? I will read what a dread ampule is. Yes, yeah. sir. Um, this flask is filled with a murky purple gas that briefly interferes with normal Ooh. brain activity. Ooh. A dread ampule deals listed mental damage and mental splash damage. On a hit, huh? the target becomes frightened one or frightened two on a critical hit. Wow. Mental damage. I, I bought a wide variety of bombs. I you didn't really actually did. expect to get to use this one. So this is pretty dope as long as I hmm. hit. Uh, that is a 12 on the die for a total you. of 19. And which one are you throwing at? The bottom right. They're, okay. they're, they're uh, ar- ar- arranged in like a triangle. Yeah. Uh, and the bottom one's but, further away from you. Yes, I will get to the be splash damage. Right triangle. Okay. So what was the, uh, to hit? 19. Oh yeah, you hit. Nice. So that is going to be, it's a D6 of mental. Okay. One plus one splash is two. Uh, but that'll trigger their weakness to mental three. So that'd be a total of five. So five for the bottom right one. Okay. And then four for the other two. That's good damage. Yes. And the one that I hit is now frightened one. All right. So it's the damage, and you said it's frightened. Yep. It's not a metric ton of damage, but it's damage. Maybe these things are little. Didn't you do damage to multiples? Yes. That's always a good thing. A total of 17 damage. That's good. Amongst three creatures. That's real good, though. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So that's your turn. And that is, yeah, that is Chester's turn. Uh, It is the one you just hit's turn. Ooh. Uh, What do I 
wants you to do, my God. Retreat. Yeah, run away. Get here. Float away. Leave. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to retreat. Fright doesn't work that way in this one. Maybe uh, it wants to be friends. But it will have a negative on its to hit. Maybe it wants to be friends. Maybe it wants to be friends after I hit it with a bomb. Maybe it wants to be friends. No, it just wants to disappear and I contemplate the universe. To ask if they were getting hostile towards us. I assume so because of initiative, but that's a dangerous assumption. Too late now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so the guy that you hit uh-huh. is frightened. He looks smug. Which sucks. Frightened for those listening at home, which you know is everyone. Uh, you take a status penalty to equal to the value uh, to all your checks and DCs at the end of each turn. You reduce your frightened value by one. So basically, everything I do is minus one, and like my AC and my DCs, you know, back in black, bro, are all minus one as well. Um, cool. Hmm. Uh, but I don't care. Uh, he don't care. He gonna come up to you. Ah. And be uh, friends. Can they occupy the same square as each other? I, they're tiny, so probably. Mm, they can both him. occupy. The, they're tiny, and they only take up like a quarter square. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, he's going to come up to you, and oh. he's going to touch you. Yeah. So one action move. I'd, I'd, one action. Reach little incorporeal tendril. I don't know you. This is my power. I do not you consent. Absolute <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I'm did a monster. You are a bad person. I just took away my GM screen so Jacob can see my tray. You you rolled a 20, didn't you? are so rude. We can't take that kind of damage, says Jacob. kind of damage. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, so. You should put your thing You're not going to get uh, okay. damage damage, so oh. you're going to take a D4 of persistent mental damage. Oh. And that's doubled on a critical, right? Yeah, that's something that we... Is that... Do you take that now, or do you, you're going to take it on your on turn? On my turn. Okay, so you'll be taking... Persistent mental damage. Most you people sound. say most people say that you do double the persistent damage, but uh, some mm. people say that's too harsh. Uh, ultimately, that's up to you. you I sound believe. So broken. I believe uh, rules is written. It is. Uh, it is doubled. <laughs> uh, and more importantly, <sighs> I am defeated. It's okay. Persi- more importantly, here, double persistent damage is something I wanted to avoid since I read about it because that is deadly. Uh, uh, and more importantly, I it hits you. Grievously. It reaches okay. into your mind, oh, and shit. you start like, like, getting fuzzy. That your ears ring a little bit, and you're, you know, reach up to grab your head. And when you look back up, you don't see it in front of you anymore. In front of you, you <gasps> see your mom. Mama! Oh my god! And your mom oh, goes dang. to punch you. Mama, what are you doing? <laughs> Chester's not been a good uh, boy. Do, with a total of uh, ten. Uh, I don't unless I, I I don't get like a save for this or anything. No. Okay, just making sure. Misses you with a total of ten, but you uh, you see that like you you looked away for a half a second, and now it's in front of you. Uh, the rest of you see the little wisp digging into Chester's brain. What the hell, mom? Uh, that'll be. That its is your turn. mother. It's right there. She's you are right half wisp. She just tried to punch me. Oh, Alonzo Tenrivet. It is now your turn. Um, I've uh, got my crossbow loaded. I said so earlier. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I want to shoot me in the back of the head. If I shoot through Chester, they're going to get Wait, cover. Let's just shoot me in the back of the head. Uh, they will get cover. Yeah. Just come on in. I will give them. How much cover? What about the one that stuck in the back of Chester's head? Oh, my goodness. There's no cover there. Just don't miss. The problem is, I don't think I can get in there without occupying their same square, and I don't uh, think that's a good I idea. I think I give you, you um, over here. lesser cover. 
you could get right there if you wanted to. That's and where I think I'm going to go. You wouldn't be flanking with a ranged weapon, because I also don't have a weapon out, but... There's no physical thing in front of you, it's just Chester, so I think I'd give lesser cover. Well, then I'm actually going to try to shoot the crossbow, then. Oh. The one uh, assailing Chester? Yes. Does, um... Cool. Does tumble through work with ranged weapons or only melee? I highly doubt it. Okay. Just hmm. curious. Um, let's see, because it might say... Tumble behind. Successful tumble behind through leaves the target flat-footed for your next attack before end of turn. No, yeah, you could do it with a ranged weapon. It's just if you uh, uh, shoot and then when you're next to him with a ranged weapon, they can um, uh, can attack of opportunity if they have that reaction. I'm just going to go ahead and shoot the the thing. I only get to shoot it once because it's a two-action reload anyway. I gotcha. All right, so I'm going to shoot. Okay. And I should note that I was actually accidentally gimping the heavy crossbow. It was only Lark to striking, and it's striking in plus one. Yeah. Ooh. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Yes, it will uh-huh. hit. Yay! Which one are you hitting? There was two. The one that was hitting you that okay. you called Mama. Mama? Mama? Mama, is that you? Yeah, I'm hitting that one. Alonzo, so what I the hit- hell are you doing? Iotan, comma, Mama. <laughs> Alonzo, like, that ain't your Mama. That's my Mama. She's right there. Mama, I'm home. Mama, what the? What why, why are you punching me in the face? Why are you here? Do you know Shoma? <laughs> I didn't drop out of school. I promise. <laughs> yeah, they kicked oh me out God. for illegal activity. <laughs> so much better. Oh Ooh. yes. I got two eights on the two d ten. So that's sixteen damage. Sixteen Spicy. damage. Well, you notice it passes through its incorporeal self, but it does take some of the mist with it and does oh. do damage. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. Because it is a plus it's one, magical. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you I mean, want to know at home, uh, whenever you're so in Pathfinder one e, if if something was incorporeal and you didn't have a magical weapon, you were up shit creek. Yep. Uh, just S O L. Yes. Uh, if you had a magical weapon, you could hit it for half damage. In second edition, whenever something's incorporeal, it has resistance, basically. Oh. So, uh, and basically the way this guy works, I just want to show it off because I think it's neat, Mm. is he has resistance to to everything except force and ghost touch uh, or mental. (laughs) Ha ha. And then it has double resistance versus non-magical. So that's how they handle it. So you could actually still hurt it with a non-magical weapon. So basically, just minus, have to, minus you'd have four to hit it so much. So it'll be minus two to Alonzo's attack, which will be 14 points Oh, no, because it is magical. Because it is, it magical. is technically magical. All yep. right, then I drop the crossbow, so that's not an action. That's Draw free. my rapier, and then I'm going to move in right here. Uh, okay. Wait, no, I want to be here. Uh, you'll still need to roll a uh, tumble through because you're going to be moving through their space. That's fine. I'll roll that. The draw was one action and then tumble through. I can only do action. really yeah. good damage with my rapier. That two action reload is harsh. And you could technically tumble behind, to be fair. Oh, oh, Natty 18. He he, he, uh, he didn't kill Mama I, Ayatan, I, um, did he? I do intend to tumble behind. Yeah, uh, you got it. Uh, that would be an 18. Yeah, that'll pass. No, a 28. Uh, which one do you want to have tumble behind? Because I think you can only do it on one creature. I know you move through two spaces. You beat it for both, but which I, um, one do you want to do? Well, I mean, I've got to move through two. I just want to do it to the one that I'm attacking. See if I can take one down before my turn ends. Cool. It will be flat-footed to your next attack, I believe. Okay. And I need that flat-footed because this is my second attack bonus. Uh, well, you can't act now. You did three actions. Yeah, Shot, you drew your weapon. Drew and moved. Oh, okay. Well, but it'll last till the end of your next turn, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, it does. My next attack by the end of my next turn. Yeah, you're good. Uh, it only accounts for one attack. Is it flat-footed to you or flat-footed to everyone? 
I, think I believe it's, it's just to me. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Right. Uh, to Psyche. your next attack. Psyche here. It'll be your turn now. Boy, there are a whole lot of things that I could do, but I would also be... Hitting everybody else. Yeah. Um, first thing I'm going to do... I got off to the do. side on purpose. Oh, you're going to roll your flat check. Chester, what the... Not Chester. Uh, Alonzo, what the hell? You shot my ma. Hey, oh, your mine. mama. What'd you get? Ugh. So I thought that I rolled a six, which still would have worked, but it would have been right on the like line. But uh-huh. it is in fact a nine. So oh, there is a there's a spell for me. Did I? Yeah. Okay. So you got a nine. This yeah. is an important thing that we keep forgetting to do. Oh. Regular success is we randomly determine this level of spell slot, but that's like you only have one. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the slot lasts three rounds instead of one minute. Critical mm-hmm. success, you get to pick. Uh, yeah. And it lasts oh. for a minute. So you have okay. three rounds to use your first level spell you got back. All right. How hurt are you, by the way? I'm not hurt at all yet. Okay. On my uh, turn, I will take persistent damage, but we'll worry about that then. So can I get all of these guys if I do my for, uh, not my forbidding ward, uh, my haunting him? Uh, I'll tell you, does that, that starts in the square in front of you. Oh, Chester, baby. Yeah. And if, yeah. if they will get everyone, including Alonzo. <laughs> Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I put in the wrong spot. There we go. I'll live. You will still get everyone, including <laughs> Alonzo <laughs> and Chester. All right, what do I got to roll? Um, Fortitude? Yes, a DC 19 Fortitude saving throw. So you're just going to. How about, I, how about <laughs> I do anyway? <laughs> yeah. Third. Okay, I got a critical fail. Oh, oh no! You're oh. deaf! Uh-oh. That's okay, I can still attack while death. That means that I could do this again and you won't be affected. That's uh, not necessarily fair. bad, then. That's you can hit fair. me with it now. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, um, so I need to roll fortitude for so, these guys. Hold on, hold on. So uh, that's going to be... So that's a d6 plus four. A pass. Wait, what's your dc? 19. 19. Yeah, one pass. Uh, a fail and another fail. All right. So give me the damage, and we'll have to double it for Alonzo. Uh, nine. Oof. Nine points oh! of damage. Ow. So you take 18. Okay, I am actually hurt. Oof. Shubapadoo. That, that, that bad. If I hadn't realized uh, it, I would have gotten up into that top corner. Ow. Friendly fire. Ow. You take half. I didn't. I didn't succeed. Oh, <laughs> I critically failed. That's why I took double. Okay. <laughs> Shit. And then half of that is your, four. Your right? spell actually yeah. does yeah. enough damage to worry about now. Hmm. <laughs> it's always whenever I'm like the rogue <laughs> will be fine. The rogue, the rogue will be, be fine. fine. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to feel victimized. Oh. <laughs> Am I a target? Uh, whenever I you just play have so rogue. much faith. You're just a magnet for damage whenever you're in I really am. Why do I do it? Okay. <laughs> because I love it so much. All right, is so that the first time you've been caught in this? Yes. It's the first time both of them have been. Do, what, do they hear anything fun? Is it just Alkenstari girls? It is. <laughs> is it that, like, you know how they'll have the things where people zone out and it'll be like that, that whine, it's like a whining ringing noise. Is that what I hear? It's the uh, flashbang noise from uh, Half-Life 2. Oh, you don't get evasion until uh, seventh level. No, no, no. The explosion noise from Half Life Two. That's just yeah. Psykir opens their mouth and unleashes the distant, cold creaking of a gigantic machine slowly approaching. Ow! Uh, all right. So what? <laughs> <laughs> That's two actions. Do you have anything else you want to do? I'm gonna look at what. Uh, you can move into the room. 
Hang on. Uh, so, um, heal has a, a, a touch range one that is just one action. I could... Well, you hurt Alonzo more, and Alonzo is super duper to the max, not in touch range. I gotta get this out of my system in two rounds. Yeah, you or might else as well I might heal explode. Chester. I can take more damage than Chester. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. What's your health total? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Currently? <laughs> I just uh-huh. did like no, total, half of it. Total. Oh, 44. Oh, yeah, you got more health than I do. Oh, I, got, oh, I am just short of, just above half. I got 38. But you can't take as much damage as me. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's look at heal. I'm going to do the one action version, which is just a range of touch, which is a D8. Heal me. Oh, I have deafened on the top of my screen. Four. Yay. Four. Or harm. You did harm, right? Harm? It would be harm, yes. Okay. I know you. You did harm. You did harm, right? <laughs> <laughs> holds, up, holds up the gun. You what? did harm, right? <laughs> Here. Fuck you. <laughs> We need to get nerf guns at this table. Oh. You did harm, right? Psychira is ready to kill. Plus one foam. Got to kill him with kindness. Uh, you are. So uh, you you're deafened for a minute, Alonzo. I added. Yeah, to your thing. yeah. I Which actually have the icon on the top of my screen. No Jack longer pick. be harmed by the yell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What? <laughs> what? What? So next in the order is going to be these other Iotons. Oh. One of them's going to slurp up to Alonzo. Oh, slurp. Uh, slurp. One move. Nimble out, dodge. One action. I said right. Nimble dodge. Uh, so this is going to be a... Nimble dodge. Ooh. Natty 18. Oh, no. 26 to hit. Oh. It's not a critical. All right. You're going to you take hit. a D4 of mental damage oh, persistent on your turn. Uh... And then it is going to also do its thing. And you see, you grab your head. You already can't hear anything because <gasps> uh, of the just ringing. And you it's look up beloved. and you see Eleanor. Oh, no. And oh, Eleanor no. rears Eleanor. back to punch you. His beloved. His beloved. Natural 19. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. My, Eleanor, my beloved. Minus four? Uh, or five? I, yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be um minus four. So that'd be uh, 21. That hits. You will take. Dang, he's going to take emotional damage. Emotional damage. Three points of bludgeoning damage. Ouchie. Uh, and that is its turn. You see a tear in Wait, Alonzo's only two eye. Attacks? I moved. I attacked. I did another attack. Oh, you had to move. Okay. Uh, none of you see Eleanor. You just see this thing like reaching smoky tendrils into Alonzo's mind. Get uh, your hands out of his. Oh, is that what they're doing to me? Yeah. No, but you yeah, do see that Alonzo straight up got like a tear. I love it when two things happen to two different people because it does give you the chance to be like, oh, hold on a second. Uh, hold on a minute. Is my mama really here? <laughs> uh, and then the third one here could either go for Alonzo or Chester. I'm going to roll a D6. One to three Chester. Four to six Alonzo. It's Alonzo. Oh, God. So it's going to just sit there and attack you. I didn't mean to doom myself. Natural 18. No! Oh my I don't think because the persistent damage doesn't stack. Correct. Stop. It does not. But uh, you'll see this one transform into your father. He's, uh, is he still alive? His, his dad is dead. Yeah, he transforms into your father. Oh, crap. Alonso's freaking out now. He's like, hey, congratulations. Dad. This guy's almost about as fucked up as Owen. No, oh no, Alonso's dad is dead of natural causes. 18? No, but this is going to cause Total it. Total to hit with the punch. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 18? 18. No, 18 doesn't oh, hit. Oh, thank God. Swing for defenses here. Oh. 
uh, miss on the third one too. So Eleanor and and uh, your dad are just beating the crap. Yeah. Out now of you. you hear now you hear Alonzo in, in in a loud, uncharacteristic voice, Dad. And you thought Ellie? Oh, and you thought your rogue Owen needed a therapist. Uh, top Dad. of the new round. I have yes, a Drow? question. Did it look like the scream hurt them? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, good. It, they res- so mechanically they resist some of it because they're resistant yeah. to everything, uh, except like very specific stuffs. But they did take damage. Good. Uh, okay. Top of a new round though will be Chester Williams. What are you gonna do? Your mama's attacking you. That ain't my kicking ma- you in the knees. I know you ain't my mama. <laughs> no, you don't. No, don't just, kill that one. That's the one I have my flat footed to. Just don't feel right though. Uh, uh, Chester's going to hit the other one. First round. Devise a strategy. It's a 12 on the die. Dad. Uh, Chester's then going to draw a bomb. Okay. And he's going to throw another dread ampule, his last one. Is he going to hit me? Actually, I can't first, take anymore. First, Sorry. First, before you hit this thing. <laughs> Sorry. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> not gonna kill, it's going to be like a uh, damage. It's Are literally you sure? one. Okay. Yes. Before you hit this thing, you're going to take some persistent mental damage. Uh, that Uh-oh. is at the end of the turn. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, he's going to throw a bomb at this one right here, the furthest one down. Okay. Because uh, everything is adjacent to him. Uh-huh. Even Alonzo. <laughs> uh, and that will be a total of 19. That'll hit. All right. Luckily, because I did devise a stratagem, I get 2d6 to add to this. It's going to be two and a five. So seven, da- no, eight damage Okay. to the one he hit. Okay. The southernmost one. Okay. And then one damage to the other two, plus their weaknesses. Oh, so that'd be a 11 damage to the bottommost one and four to the other two. And then one yeah. to me? And to one to you, yes. One to you. Your brain starts hurting. Your nose starts mm. bleeding. So uh, one to the other ones, right? And then that'll have their weakness applied. Yep. And uh, Chester! The, the one all the way to the south also is now frightened one. Yeah, and the one jump. you hit that uh, this, the one next to you that got the splash damage is now dead. It's dead? Now, it disappears. Let me ask you this. Smoke. Do I still take that persistent damage since it's no longer attached to my head? Yes, because you take it. It's persistent damage. I didn't know if it was a uh, uh, I didn't know if it was the kind of one that would die when it died. It put bad thoughts in your head. You take four persistent damage. Ow. Um, and make like, a flat check. And I don't make it. Okay. Oh no. So you'll still take it. Uh, did you double that? I did. I rolled oh. two. Good. Good, good, good. God. Great. Fantastic. I love it. All right. That's your turn. The one that was menacing you is now dead. Alonzo, you are deafened, but it is your turn. The one you rolled behind is now dead from the thing. Your nose is bleeding. Your brain hurts. Your dad and your fiance are kicking <laughs> you in the kneecaps. Alonzo's going to need some therapy after this. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm going to assume I know it's not them. You could probably intuit from what Chester was yelling Chester about. Chester was, before I got deaf, Chester said it was his mom. And uh, in the ability that this is, it specifically calls out that they are imperfect recreations. Uh, oh, so I would notice okay. it's not my love. You ain't my mama. All right, well, I'm going to attempt to tumble through up into this corner. Okay. So I'll roll acrobatics. Okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, natural <laughs> 12 for a 22. Yep. And then I'm going to attack. Okay. Strike. Oh, out of the box. Out of the box. Oh, natty 18. So uh, that is a 28. 28 will 100% hit. That'll. Which one are you attacking? I'm attacking. I'm going to attack the one. Isn't the top one gone? The top uh, The top one has a skull. 
Uh, okay. So it's dead. On my screen, it just looks white. The flashing effect is making it hard to see the skull. I'm going to attack the one that's now the top one. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Does Frightened lower its AC? Yeah. I hit the bottommost one because its AC is one lower. You wouldn't be able to tell him that, though. Yeah. Yeah. He should be able to tell. He saw the bomb. We know each other. You can see which okay. one it hit for okay. sure. Uh, I mean, because, I can, but can I attack it from here? Yeah. Yeah. The, see, this thing is occupying a subsquare, so oh, it's totally Oh, fine. okay. Well, now attack that one. Okay. Does that uh, make That'll he... be a critical hit. Yeah! yeah! So I'm guessing 19 is their AC. Please help me metagame. I'm not as good as you are at metagame. Really lucky. <laughs> oh, no, their AC is lower than that. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> you were here metagaming. I'm like, it doesn't matter. So that yeah, means I'm listen. hitting my dad. That's better than hitting Eleanor. Listen. No, you're hitting Eleanor if you do that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. So not <laughs> I'm angry at this thing for pretending it's, to be Eleanor. It's Eleanor, but her face is all gloopy. It is Nightmare like wispy fuel. and gloopy. The eyes Okay, are so I did a critical. All right. And I do get my sneak attack because of the tumble behind. Yes. Actually, you don't. Oh, wait, because they're immune? They are immune to precision damage. Well, so oh, you just kind of... Oh, but the tumble through the made it flat-footed, which I need. What, yep. um... Okay, well, fine. I'll do my attack just, without... Yep. What um would persistent? Do what, I get my deadly die or no? You get uh, does deadly precision? Yes, it's precision. Or is it piercing? It says uh, deadly P. It's that's uh, piercing. Uh, it's piss. Oh oh, piercing. Deadly on a crit. Add listed die for extra damage. Yeah, just you add the die. Um, yeah, you just you just add it. It's not like a precision thing. Okay. Uh, there is an important question. So here. roll your your normal rapier damage, double it, and then roll the d8. I got a six, doubled is twelve, and the d8 had a two for fourteen. Is that adding your? Uh, oh, oh, uh, do I double my my plus four? Yeah, so six plus four is ten. Ten, doubled is, 10 20. doubled is twenty plus the two, twenty-two damage. Twenty-two, shave off a little bit for the you resistance. ain't my girl. And it is very dead. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, another important question. What um. Or rather, you ain't my girl. There ain't nothing but a hound up. Because he oh can't hear. Would, you ain't my girl. So sneak attack doesn't work ah. on it. Mm-mm. Would sneak attack like damage work if it was done in the bomb, which does full damage? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Cool. I'd say so. <laughs> but my but my tumble behind makes it flat-footed, which well, is helpful. That's a gray area, but like I'm just going to go off the way Ghost Touch used to work. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what so. I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and also, really, if, does, with that much damage, it don't matter. If well, I had I was had a ghost, about my damage. Fair enough. With that much, even if you did less, Alonzo just turbo nuked. Uh-huh. This <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if I had a um, ghost touch weapon, would I be able to do sneak attack damage on these? Oh, oh that's a good question. I want to say yes. In one, in one, e, you would have been able to. Just curious. I don't. I'm well, not going to make you stop and look it up, but because well, in one, e, I would have been able to. I remember that because I got Owen a ghost touch weapon. Is ghost touch a thing in 2E? Yeah, it's a, it's a rune. Okay, cool. Rolling max damage on the rapier does feel good. It does, doesn't it? Oh, no, I don't think it does do precision damage. Oh. Uh, incorporeal creatures have immunity to effects or conditions that require a physical body like disease, poison, and precision damage. They usually have resistance against all damage except force and damages from strikes uh, with the ghost touch property rune. Uh, with double the resistance against non-magical damage. I think the, what the book says, this is Bestiary page 346 uh, under the incorporeal trait. Uh, basically, it's like they don't have a body. Precision damage is like targeting weak parts of your body as a blob, so you don't get the precision damage as they're ruling. So even if you do full damage with Ghost Touch, 
There's no precision because the head's weaker. It's just a blob. That makes sense. Fair though. enough. I don't like it, but fair enough. Uh, it's a good it description. Doesn't matter for this one. Doesn't change the outcome. That'll be your it's turn. It's dead. Alonzo, psych here. It is your turn. Wait, do I need to take my persistent damage? I don't want oh, to, yes, but I know you I must. Do. <laughs> I am an honest you. player. One point of mental damage to my own. And roll a d20. Chagrin. I will roll the d20. Please do don't be bad. I got a four. Yay. All right, it keeps going. Should count to Derek's roll. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Psykeer, what do you want to do? I'm going to yell. Again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm up in the corner. I shouldn't get hit, right? Oh, so you're, deaf. you're deaf anyway. You're oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Can you move and then yell? No. Alonzo's uh, free hand is holding his head. What's your DC? 19. 19. I got a 27. Not a critical oh. success. Oh, that's good. But a regular success for half damage. All right. What was the DC? 19. I don't make it again. Oh, my God. My fortitude is my worst save. Okay. Well, luckily, it's just five this time. Five? Mm -hmm. That's going to be shaved down for me a little bit. Five shaved down is three. Half is going to be one, actually. Would you stop yelling? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> what? Just go deaf! Ah! What? Ow! <laughs> 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 What the hell, Mama? All right, it's uh, Psyche, Alonzo, Alonzo, what? Psyche, <laughs> that's two actions. Do you have a third oh. you want to use? What did you use for your third action last time? Healing, healed, healed, okay. Or harm? No, no, it well, was you that got healed. No, no it, wasn't it was me. It was you. Harm. It was because you. you were right in front oh, of me. That's right. That's uh, right. We touch. had the whole joke that's about right. harm, right? That's harm, right? right. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do with your third action? I'm going to use my third action to talk. If you do not kill this thing, I'm going to yell again. Either you need to duck, cover what? your ears, or go deaf. It hurts so bad. I know. Why don't you move before you yell? I don't want to be next to it. You wouldn't have hurt me. I feel like I'm missing something. It's okay. Ow. Oh, he can't hear anyways. Uh. You just see them yelling at each other. Uh, so no third action? No. Okay. Uh, it's going to be this one's turn. Do you want Chester or do I want Alonzo? I'm going to have to move either way. I have healed more damage than I have hurt you. It's roll okay. D6 again for this. You haven't healed more damage than you've hurt me? Uh, in the long run. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Right, Who'd I you got, get? I got a two, so I'm going to have a attack Chester because you're oh, at the low range. Useless. I already have persistent damage. Oh, my God. Because his, his mom is not there anymore. That's a total of 21. Yep. Uh, that is going to be... Well, you just still have the persistent mental damage going, uh, but you see your dad in front of you now. <gasps> Daddy? Oh, my God. Oh, I wish you were real. That's just an animate pile of dust. Did you ever make, did you ever make it to the cows? <laughs> did you get that milk? Oh, my God. Uh, miss. I am so Dad, sad. why are you swinging at me? And miss. <laughs> At this rate, Psykeer is not going to see I anything. I know it's not my dad. My dad never laid a hand on me. Oh. Uh, that, he hasn't either, so it might be. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Top of round three, Chester Williams. <laughs> you want to throw a bomb at Alonzo again? <laughs> Please don't. I'm starting to run out of hit points. I'm going to devise a stratagem. Your face. I'm going to... Uh-oh. Um, so precision damage doesn't do anything to these, no matter what. Nope. That's not all very good. 
don't know the bomb. Oh, I don't know bomb. the good bombs, oh, bad bombs. Oh, 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 Just throw a dang bomb and move on. The bark. Jacob's looking good. What? What? Bark. Bark. That's one action. Second action. Uh, you could just run away. I could just you run could away. You could just run. Second action. Oh, I gotta move my map so I can move. One, two, three. Chester's running behind Psyche here. Fifteen feet to the north, down the hallway where it intersects. I'm gonna turn around and just shout at you that way. <laughs> and for his third action. He's go. Oh, I have to move slow anymore. He's going to uh, do nothing because there's nothing else for him to do. Sweet, Alonzo. Nope. Oh, oh, oh! He's gonna draw his whip. All right, Kinky. Uh, Alonzo Tinrib, it is oh. your turn. Oh shit! I'm going yes. to attempt to tumble behind it. It's gonna turn my back to the fight to start playing with the whip. Ah! I'm out of the box. Can you like go? Oh. No. Natty sixteen for twenty six. Don't yell at it. <laughs> you still joke about Psyche at the whip. <laughs> uh, yes, that's going to be successful. So I'll move you on the other side. That's here. where I want to be, and I'm going to try to attack. Alrighty. Natty nineteen. Mm. So a twenty nine. Ooh. Will hit. Should it and not it will critical? Be a critical. I just can't get my D six a sneak damage. No. But I still get the D eight. Beautiful. Yes. All right, this time I'm going to do it. Do I get two D6s uh, because no, it's just critical? Roll your D6, add your uh, bonus to it, and then I meant that. like the two as in I do one and, and repeat. You do my persistent damage. Oh, yeah. Persistent damage for Chester. You take two points of persistent mental damage. And I got a 15. All right, you're good. Uh, uh, no, Alonzo, you just roll your base damage and multiply it okay. by two. Okay, so I got a two on the die plus four for six, doubled as 12, plus the D8 is another two. So I got 14 damage. Sweet. Uh, that will be shaved Hot down a little bit by its resistance, dog. but this is a magical weapon. Uh, so that'll be 12 total, which kills it. Oh, yes. thank goodness. Guys! God, y'all, y'all, y'all. He doesn't know if he, if you're saying anything to him or not. Oh, there goes dad I'll, again. I'll, I'll start like approaching. <laughs> Alonzo killed your and, dad. And holding up dad. my hands, being like, hey, what? Mouthing, it's okay. I it's okay. It's okay. grievously <laughs> wounded, mostly by my friend. <laughs> I... <laughs> apologize, but it was either that or the line. <laughs> and I could get all of them, including Alonzo. I understand the strategic advantage to Everyone's what you did. Ears and noses are bleeding, except Psykir. Like Alonzo's just like, overly loud, that hurt. Oh, did you take your persistent I know. damage? Oh yeah, we need to do that. That's right. I know. Uh, you're going to take one more persistent mental damage and roll me a d20, uh, Kat. Okay. Okay, let's see. This time I should do better. I got a natty four again. Okay. You're going to take two persistent mental damage. Roll me a d20 again. Okay, hold on. Uh-oh. This is getting bad. Oh, God. Two, take damage. Um, Can I spend... Natty like, four! Can I spend ah! a point to make it so that I lifelink to uh, absorb a little bit of me. this? What is with this? You can, but we're going to do How many more? more? Okay. Two more. Okay. 
Okay. I'm not going to die yet. I'm just hurting. Roll me another d20. Come on, d20. Would, would that be better for you, or would you rather I just heal you afterwards? Natty, five. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yes. Tell me how much damage I take. Oh Does this oh, end at some can point, I, can or I does reference, it keep going nonstop? I'm referencing a podcast here. I'm referencing the glass cannon. Every day I wake up, and, and I'm, I'm me. me. I eventually have to roll better, she says, picking a new die. Purple has betrayed me. You said two that time? Oh, I'm down to 12 hit points. Oh my god. Oh okay. my god. Uh, yes, yeah, so you lifelink, you're now going to take one. It's like here, you take one. <laughs> okay. D20 for me. Do I need to roll again? Yes. Come on, red die. 9019. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank you, blood spatter die. <laughs> okay. So with the lifelink, you get a D4. A D4. Out of the box. Two. Okay. Uh, that gets me back one. Do you have something that makes it so you only heal half? No, that gets me back one of the one of the persistent damages. I said, okay. I meant. And then I'll do I'll do the uh, two action heal on you. Thank uh, you. So this is a D eight plus eight. Yar. Ten. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> Alonzo is back up to twenty four. Twenty four out of forty four. Chester, where you sitting? I passed half again. Uh, Chester, uh, a.k.a. Williams, is currently at 22 of 38. Ooh, gross. Uh, Those things, well, it really wasn't those things that hurt. It was the scream that hurt. (laughs) I'm friendly fire. (laughs) Is this my curse if I play a rogue? Zach here, can you, your scream was really good for them treat though. My wounds, I'm hurt. It's okay. My help. help. I got a headache. I threw up. I threw up. Oh my god. Uh, well, it's fine. I heal you. Yes. Two d eight. Two d eight. All right. Uh, it's seven. I say we should wait ten more minutes and do it again. Can't you do like the heal check on me? Yes, that's what the. the yeah. Can you can, can you heal mental damage with a heal check? Yes, it's H. It's all HP. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a scream. You can heal my ears. Put some eardrops in. Ah. Can I hear yet? Yes. Yeah, it's been a minute. So did you treat both wounds for you guys? I, I can do that. I can do yeah. both. I can't do both. What'd you get? That, that is a two. Oh, okay. So it's just a failure. Just yeah. a failure, not we a We can wait failure. ten minutes and do it again. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 27. Ah, uh, critical. Is that critical. a critical? Yeah. All right. Who so were you 48? healing when you rolled that? I was thinking Alonzo. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so... That was an eight. Uh, that's ten. Should I double that? No, or? roll two more D8. Okay. This isn't like criticals. Oh, okay. Twenty. Ho-ho. Twenty. Oh, I'm full. Ooh, nice. Ooh, can I get some of that? Give me some of that touch juice. The good stuff? Give me the good. Much give me the, the good ointment. Oh, that's a one. Wait, what happens when you roll a one? Oh, I just take critical failure. damage, I believe. Yep. Uh, Let me look should at I try? Quick. Well, you're trying to heal. <laughs> can, can I get some of the good stuff? What the day? What Something's wrong. I can't stop the bleeding. Well, I'm not bleeding, but now I am. Yeah, no, you take one d8 damage, not eight. So roll me a d8 for how much damage oh. Chester takes. Roll low. Five. Oh. Chester got stabbed by Sakir. I Williams. hand you a band-aid. That more than that I got healed last let time. Me, let me try again. <laughs> Ten more minutes. <laughs> what? I'm fine. Chester just lays down on the pool. Uh, it's a 20. Oh. 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 48. 
Oh my god. Ow. God. Uh, five. Okay. <laughs> um, it's 12. 12. Well, you sit now, Chester. You've been yo yoing. Um, <laughs> I'm at 36 of 38. I think I can survive now. I have a quick question for the DM. Okay. Ow. Is it possible for Alonzo with his foot to try to scuff out this ritual circle? Funny you should ask that, Alonzo, because as you've been sitting here in this kooky, silvery room, uh, it feels like the room is like licking at bits of the ends of your clothes and like straps hanging off of bags and starting to coat them in silvery bits. Um, You get the sense that, Chester, with your successful check, that unless this rift is dealt with, more of those wanderers from the astral plane will make it back in here. What do so you do? it's not the circle. I can't like scuff it out and mess it up. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get rid of this. I was like, can I throw a bucket of water on it? Are you trained in occultism? I am not. Yeah, then I don't think you could. I help. am. Uh, you could you could do this, or you could help Chester uh, try and. What's your bonus? I've got a plus nine. I've got a plus five. I'll help. Hot dog. All right. So uh, yeah, Chester, you know that. Uh, you can actually close this rift. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll give this from your success earlier. Can I steal the rift? But uh, you would need to. You need to know how to do it correctly because if you fail to do that, bad things could happen. Ah. Um, are you trained in Arcana? Um, I am trained in Arcana. I am trained in occultism. Are you trained in nature? I am untrained in nature. You, I am trained in nature. But I do want to add. I don't know if it'll count, but I mm. have an ability that I'm kind of like treated as trained for things that for lore checks that I am not. Well, this isn't a lore check. Okay. Uh, are you trained in religion? Yes. Uh, okay. Are you? Do you happen to have planar lore? Uh, I do not. Okay. So because you're trained in arcana, religion, and occultism, uh, which is three of the things you could use to do this, you'll get a plus two from having two extra multidiscipline things. Oh. Uh, and then Psyche here, uh, if you want to roll your occultism, you can help. 17. 17 isn't going to be enough to give Chester a bonus, but it doesn't hinder anything. Okay. Chester, Come on, you're going to roll, but you'll get plus two from your extra multidiscipline training. Ooh. Do you have a bottle cap to use? And this is specific or to this check. Or a hero point. This use a hero a, point. This isn't a general rule. This is this check. Oh, I'm not going to use my hero point. I'm going to use that for when I'm dying. 15 on the die. That's not bad. For, am I rolling occultism? Yes, plus two. That is plus two? Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus 11 for 15 plus 11. 26. 26. 26. So that's not a critical success, but that is a success. But it is a success? Yep. Um, Good. You feel like you, it doesn't feel like the air is sucking into this. Like, as you, you have to like basically destroy this ritual mm. circle on the, on the floor in the right way. Uh huh. Um, maybe you catch Alonzo trying to scuff it up because you realize if you do it the wrong way, it could actually open up water. Hey, ho, 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 ho. Let's not do I that. I stop you in got, my tracks. You got, you got, this is, this is weird magic stuff. Let me at this. Uh, and as you do it, it feels like the room is sucking into this like pinprick. Uh, as you start erasing it and getting rid of the thing. Um, but you don't feel any air. It's just like the rift closes up. Um, but after you do this, uh, you notice that the room ha- is like covered in this like gray silvery sludge. Oh, yuck. And from your two successful checks now, <laughs> you know that this is malleable astral sludge. 
And Ooh. if you take this goo and concentrate on it, you can form it into raw crafting components because it's just kind of this Holy malleable shit. substance. Sweet. Is it like, is this like an item that we're getting if we do this or? Uh, mechanically, there is enough astral goo is the term in the book here. I love that. To mm-hmm. For 50 gold pieces worth of crafting components. Wow. Ah. That Go sounds Chester. like right up your alley. Go Chester. Awesome. Hmm. Um, what exactly like, is this to be sold, or is like what can I do with this? I think the game wants you to turn it into crafting components if you're crafting stuff. But I'll say if you wanted to turn it into valuable crafting components, you could sell it. But like, when do we get to do crafting? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, look, I got this goo. If I think about it hard enough, I can use it to craft stuff. It's mind goo. It's mind goo. You can actually do it if you think of uh, you can blades in the dark this and figure out what you turned it into later but you just see Chester like think about it and it starts forming I learned into about it. this stuff in occultism 101 I'm glad that the professor mentioned all like side handedly about how to close portals or else we would have never got that done <laughs> yeah if you critically failed you would have taken some mental damage I'm not surprised you could have also summoned more of those things Hi, that was I'm what I was so actually glad you about. Didn't. Uh, no c- more summoning did you hear it then when I screamed, did you hear it clawing from the depths? You mean, sound like a big old noise moving, to, big old machine moving towards me? A thousand metal legs crawling ever closer. Yeah, it sucked. I don't like it. You like that? I mean, to each their own. No judgment here. This is judgment-free zone, but I didn't like it. Those who can withstand it are ready to ascend. I ain't ready to ascend. Ah. I signed my do not ascend agreement. <laughs> Cat's holding a rubber kukri <laughs> backwards, threateningly. Um, can we search this room? Because it gotta other be, stuff you know, too? kick butt, yeah. backwards hold. Actually, yeah. first, I would like to drink another eagle eye elixir. I pick up my heavy crossbow and load it. Yeah, you search through basically everything that you would have found in here has been transformed into this astral goo, goo that you have already collected. Okay, mm. the astral. That heavy crossbow has been doing me some good. I'm kind of going to be mm-hmm. loath to get rid of it. Below the, the astral jizz. Stop. Bad. Uh, so what do you guys do? You've... Uh, Alonto is still a little shaken, like, flavor-wise, that he was attacked by his dead dad and his girl. Yeah, I don't like those things. They sucked. I'm glad they're gone. So, so far, Shoma has got the... the Amunculus. Undead divs after him. He's summoning things from the astral plane. He's got a homunculus. He had a homunculus. And robots. I don't know what's coming next from this thing. The Shoma's a bad dude. So currently on my uh, devisor stratagem, I've got Shoma right. and I've got robots. Right? Okay. That's what I thought. I could always Derek nodded. Shoma Sorry, and robots. Yeah. No, no, no. You nodded. I was just thinking. Uh, well, if there ain't nothing else in here. Oh, are we still in black and white in here? Uh, I mean, technically not, because I, I didn't Just ask curious. you, but like, uh, oh, after you close the portal? Yeah. No. Ah, cool. You have black huh. and white because of your dark vision, and I don't have a light source so here for you. So the astral plane is monochrome. That's cool to know. Yeah, all the uh, uh, movies before color yeah. came out were filmed on the astral yeah, plane. Yeah, like an like a old screenplay mm-hmm. on the stage. They used to be black and white. <laughs> what? <laughs> it don't matter. Let's go to the next room. Oh, I don't like this all room. Of the... <laughs> All of the theater that I had seen it's in consisted color. of people dancing in outfits quite like what I wore to the club. Yeah, it's in color. It used to be black and white. 
Why was it in black and white? Because it was know. in the astral plane, obviously. It's old-timey. It's what old-timey stuff does. I don't think I like this. <laughs> uh, this let's place is weird. go down the hallway. I will be looking for traps as we go down. Since I'm, uh, I'll be up closer to the front. Now, is the rest of this hallway lit? Can we see? <laughs> it is lit. Uh, no, it's dark. Uh, lit. Lit. Uh, so you guys go up here. Uh, you're moving up the hallway uh, opposite this door that you've just gone down, um, and you see that it curves to the left, uh, or in game map terms, the east. Uh, excuse me, west. The west. The west. There's another podcast. The west and the surf. Although I the think we've, and the stone. we've added snorth. We have yeah. snorf. Snorf. That's what it is. Snarf. North, east, snorth, and west. I turned the corner. Jeez, all now right. Don't, don't. Oh, I'm just S getting so much weast. more confused. Uh, so you going down and turning yep. the other way? I'm going Perception. down. I'm shouting, it's dark. All right. I'm not shouting don't at all. Don't yell in here. I'm not shouting at all. I punch you. All right, so we turn to, ooh, this is a, um, are those, are those bones? Where are you? I'm, uh, I went Go up. past the corner. Yeah, you turn and the then corner left. to the west. I'm tired of this map responding three seconds Jiggle. after I do stuff. Oh computer God. is struggling oh. with this massive foundry map. Uh, this is scary. I see a core. We turned the corner. Why and we don't have I, uh, like you turn the corner. The rest of us can't see uh, nothing. Why don't I read some flavor text for do you? Do I have to stop up there? Or can I step mm. one more? Uh, that doesn't look like bones. It looks like celery. Okay. Celery. Celery. Someone's eating a lot of celery. I must be floor. really zoomed out. Uh, an acrid smell permeates this 45-foot-wide stone chamber. Ooh, it smells so acrid. Against the south wall of this chamber is a five-foot-tall stone dais. Upon oh, which that's never dais good. Stands oh, a black granite statue of a robe. Oh, that's creepy. And hooded figure, its face hidden in a shadow. The walls of the room are filled with alchemical equipment and materials. The floor is covered with various empty bottles and glass vials. Oh, okay. From the array of metal rods uh, to the northwest uh, to the large glass tank full of a sickly green liquid to the northeast. Ew. So basically, huge tank in one corner of this room. Uh, a table covered in tools and reagents sits on the southeast corner of this room next to the dais. And a single open exit leads north out of the chamber, which you guys are entering through. On a dais. And upon this dais, on, a dais. on the dais, you see a figure who I will now reveal to you. Oh, are we going to kill a god? You see, standing Shut in front up. of you, a humanoid figure with fiery red hair. That's Shoma. And Shoma! an angry look uh -oh. on his face. And he said, he looks at you and says, I've been waiting for you guys. Bring it! And that's where we'll pick up <laughs> in the next you episode. You just sat there? We were so hurt. Fool! Oh, yeah, you could really get the trouble. He ain't a very good us. bad guy. We'll talk more about this next time. I'm just gonna sit here for a week. Yeah. Angry. We're, We're hit stand, pause for I'm a week. I'm charging my laser. Stare at, stare at, stare at. So off. am I! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. 
If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.